Welcome to the Warriors Arise podcast, a safe place to talk about unsafe things. Here's your host, Jane Zahasky. Hi, friends. I'm so glad you have joined us here at the Warriors Arise podcast. I am Jane Zahasky, your host, and today with me is Susie Hansen. Hi. Hi. And our friend, Shonda Tompkins. How are you? I'm good. Yay. Well, we are in a season of hearing women's testimonies, their stories of how a season in their life, they believed some lies or they had labeled themselves through interactions maybe with other people or just things that have happened in their lives, but God, right? (laughs) But God. And through their relationship with the Lord, they've come to the other side and they are ready to share their story because the Bible tells us we need to share our testimonies, right? And I always believe that is a way to prophesy into someone else's life by sharing your own story. So Shonda, you have a wonderful story, <laughs> multi-level. Yeah, I know. It's like <laughs> lots of layers. Yes. yes. We could bring Shonda on yeah. a few times and <laughs> to, just to tell different aspects yeah. of her amazing, powerful testimony. Yes, yes. So give us a little insight of kind of what your childhood was like, and we'll kind of start from there. And Okay. Um, I was raised in a home where I know this is cliche. Yeah. And a lot of people say this. I was raised really poor, but we really were. Yeah. A lot of times didn't have running water, electricity and things like that. So my dad was always off trying to make money and a living so that we could have a better life. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. me and my, I had an older sister and a younger brother. Oh. So we were at home with my mom Mm -hmm. and uh, my mom because of addictions and mm-hmm. things in her own life, yeah, was there but was absent mm-hmm. a lot of the times emotionally, mentally, and sure. things like that. And then yeah. a lot of times physically, too. Uh, yeah. And so I was raised in that type of a home where my sister would just go off and do her own things, and I was left to really kind of take care of my little brother. Mm-hmm. And then when my mom would come home because, again— of things that she had going on in her life. Yeah. Um, Let's just say her own labels and lines that she believed about herself. So yes. she was imprisoned and in bondage to that. Yeah. That is yeah. a perfect way to put it. Yeah. And it took me years and years to come to that realization. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to be free from all of that that I had yeah. been harboring from towards her. Oh, yeah. But side note. I am free. Thank yes. you. Yes. <laughs> and that, so that is doable. Yes. But with her and things she had going on in her own life, I never knew what kind of mood she would be in or what, sure. what frame of mind. Mm-hmm. And so there was a certain level of performing. Right. I had to, right. if she wasn't in the right mood, then I had to perform at a certain level to get her approval or feel like I received her approval or even her love. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not that she didn't love me. It's just that that's all she had in her to give me. She had no more love to give me than what she had. Right. So it wasn't her fault. Yeah. If that makes sense. Sure. Well, yeah, we can't yeah. give away what we don't have. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. it sounds like she struggled with loving herself. So how could she show you love? Absolutely. Right. And yeah. again, that is a great illustration right there because that's exactly how it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so what happened was I grew up in that, what I call performance-based love. Mm-hmm. And also when I was growing up, I never, I remember maybe a couple of times in my life catching a 
maybe the Baptist church bus or something yeah. and going to a vacation Bible school. <laughs> I think maybe three or four times is yeah. all I remember. But other than that, I knew nothing about church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so because of the lifestyle, my dad being gone all the time and my mom doing her own thing, I grew up really fast mm-hmm. and got into a lot of things that no young person should get into, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially at as young of an age as I was. How old were you? Um, the first time I remember doing any kind of illegal drug, I was 10. Wow. And so, and it was just because I had no supervision and yeah. I was my supervision. Yeah. yeah. And so just things like that. And then it progressed and progressed. And so when I was 13, I met a guy named David which who is now my husband. Yes. Uh, I love 36 you. years. I love your love story. Yeah, it's, it's quite beautiful, which yeah. is a whole nother podcast. Right, but, exactly. But when I met him, I can remember not knowing one Christian in my life mm-hmm. until I met his mom. Oh, wow. And when I met his mom, it was this picture of God's love in the flesh. I didn't even know what it was, but I knew there was something different. Oh, wow. Because she loved me, accepted me, regardless of all the crazy stuff that I was doing and that her and my son was, her and her son, that me and her son was doing together. Right. And And that was something you had not experienced up to this point. Absolutely. Unconditional. Unconditional. Didn't depend on how well I responded right. or mm-hmm. my performance or was I making good enough grades or not or was I taking good enough care of my brother or not so mm-hmm. that that is the way I was raised and so because of that performance-based feeling mm-hmm. I never felt good enough mm-hmm. oh. because was I doing enough for you right to make you like me enough right so oh. with all of that became I developed this fear of what people thought about me mm-hmm. because was I good enough to yeah. make them love me? Was I good enough for them yeah. to like me? Was I performing enough? Was I saying the right thing? Was I doing yes. the right thing? You know, that kind of stuff. Long story short, after five years of dating David, mm-hmm. we got saved. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 So I know. I know. Love it. And so, you know, David and I have been together a long time, wow. been through a lot. So we yeah. knew each other before Christ and yeah. then after. And wow. then after I got saved, I found myself, and you guys probably will relate to this when you're overcoming things. I found myself, I threw God over into that earthly parental oh, yes. place. Yes. Yes. Because the only example I had was my dad who was gone trying to provide Mm -hmm. and my mom who was not real steady and stable and I had to perform Mm -hmm. to get that love. Mm -hmm. So you had an absent dad based on circumstances. Yes, yes. And then a mom you had to perform for. Yes, yes. And I never knew if my performance was good enough. So then when I got saved and all of this, you hear, God's your heavenly father and he's a good, good father and this and that. Well, I threw him over in the category of my earthly parents. Uh So then I still found myself trying to perform. Sure. For God. Be good enough. To be good enough for him. And so then that started the journey of, oh, goodness, Mm -hmm. I need healing (laughs) inside. And I need to get that off because, honestly, I look back And I think in the very beginning, the enemy fought with identity. He fought Mm -hmm. me with my identity Mm -hmm. because my identity had been in performing for my mom. Mm -hmm. That's how I felt like I 
was good enough was yeah. in the identity of I had to do this up here yeah. to receive her love. Yeah. Mm. And so then I found myself doing that with God. And yeah. then you hear sermons and you read scriptures and then even in prayer yeah. about know who you are in Christ yeah. and find your identity and all of these things. And it took quite a while, years yeah. of, like I said before, hashing it out with God, yeah. falling yeah. on my face, crying and being like, God, am I ever going to be good enough? And it's just lies that I received as truth. Yeah. Because of circumstances that I had no control of over as a child. Right. Yeah. Let's just kind of sit here for a minute because I think that's good. Mm -hmm. Because how many of us struggle with that? For when I first became a Christian, I did that. I needed God's approval. I needed people's approval Mm -hmm. because I needed acceptance. Right. My identity was so lost in the abusive words that have been spoken over Mm me, the rejection, the abandonment, the mean things Mm -hmm. that mean girls say. My identity was in all of those things. Mm -hmm. And so when I first came to church, it was serve every chance I got. Right. Every time the doors were opened, I was there. And then a major thing happened in my life Mm -hmm. and a major rejection that I didn't see coming. And so once again, I fell back into that Mm -hmm. because I had a hard time seeing still after six months of being at church all the time and reading my word and being in small groups and doing Mm -hmm. all these things. I was still struggling with where my identity aligned. Yeah. And I think what I want our listeners to know and understand is when we get saved, yes, you in that moment are a new creation in Christ. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that we won't still battle mm-hmm. all those old demons, those old lies, right. and and that we don't have work to do mm-hmm. to overcome. And it takes time. Right. You know, I think I felt like God wasn't working in my life mm-hmm. and I wasn't measuring up, obviously, mm-hmm. because yeah. of this major thing that had taken place. Yeah. Yes. And so I just want our listeners to hear that now from you, too, and understand that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God is always at work. He is. Always. Even and then it takes before so we time. know Him. He exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. You know, he, he just sets everything up. If you would have asked me when I was growing up what I wanted to be, the last thing I would have ever thought, and never one time crossed my mind that one day I'd be married to a preacher yeah. And then traveling the world doing ministry. Yeah. It took time to get there mm-hmm. in myself because I didn't feel good enough. Mm-hmm. I knew I kind I kind of knew my whole life that I I had a a gift to teach maybe mm-hmm. because I always had people around me that would just I mean follow, mm-hmm. you know. And so mm-hmm. and I and I liked being around people and teaching. Mm-hmm. But when I got saved, the the Guilt and shame of the past, the not being good enough, I didn't perform enough, this is what God thinks of me, the same as my mom, so I got to do, 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 do to make him accept and love me. Mm -hmm. It was so strong and heavy on me Mm -hmm. that I would not use my gift. I would not speak. I wouldn't get up in front of people. You know, I'm married to this amazing man that had a gift of preaching on his life and he'd get up and speak and Mm -hmm. he would force me to Mm -hmm. in services, you know, where, you know, you're caught off guard. Yeah. I want my wife to say something. And 
I would get up and say something very brief, and then he'd hear about it later. There'd be a big yeah. knockdown, dry down uh-huh. thing. Um, <laughs> yes, Christian marriages still do have arguments. <laughs> but until I realized and got over that fear yeah. of what people thought about me. Yes. And it came in several different ways and time frames. Mm-hmm. It's so bizarre. You know, one time I was praying about it all, and I felt like the Holy Spirit had given me an illustration. Mm-hmm. And it was very bizarre and off base or random for me, so I knew it was from Him. Yeah. And it was, Shonda, if someone built you this magnificent, beautiful home that to your liking and your specifications had every amenity that you could ever have wanted. The, I mean, perfect mm-hmm. how you wanted this home to be built. When the builder got finished, would you look at the hammer and the nails and thank the hammer and the nails? Mm. Mm. Would you thank the wood and thank you, wood, for building this home? No. What would you do? You would go to the actual builder. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit said, that is what you are for God and your mom and dad were just the hammer and nails. Wow. wow. That's great. And wow. it's, it's something only the Holy Spirit can do. Yes. And it was one of those. Oh, wow. Relief. Yeah. Of, yes. Wow. Okay. So I'm not here because my mom and dad one night seemed fit to mm-hmm. love each other. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I am here because I am that home. That sanctuary, that building that God meticulously created with all the amenities that he wanted, all of the specifications that he wanted. Mm -hmm. My mom and dad were just the tools that he used to get me here. So that was one layer of the lies leaving. It was like, oh, wow. Okay. So my identity is not in the fact that I felt like my mom didn't love me or that she rejected me, that was not my identity because I'm not here on earth because of her. Right. I'm here because the master builder yes. put the specifications forth. That's so good. And used the tools wow. to do it. Yeah. And scripture tells us that he did that before the foundations of the earth were ever created. Yes. So yes. it's not like you were a yeah. last minute thought in his mind. Right. Or like you said, yes. the result of a... One night. Right. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. many of, I mean, just, just young women that I come in contact with and for any that's listening, you know, have been told that they were a mistake or an accident mm-hmm. or I wish that th- you never been born kind of right. thing. Right. But quite honestly, you're not here because of your mom or your dad. Yeah. You're here because the master creator yeah. wanted them here. You're yeah. here because God wanted you here. And yeah. Way back before, like Susie said, even before the world was formed, God knew He wanted you here. He knew how He wanted you, and He just used tools to do that. Yes. So break free from yes. those lies yes. that that you have been buying into, that the enemies yeah. told you that you're an accident or whatever, yes. because yeah. with God, there are zero. That's right. Man's right is so powerful. Yes. It is powerful. It is so powerful because how many have been imprisoned to that lie? Oh, yeah. An angry parent spewing those words at you. Yeah. Um, Or even just in passing. Like, Mm -hmm. I experienced that. I was born way later in my parents' lives. And and so, you know, when people, when you share that with people, people will say, oh, so you are an accident. Yes. And they don't mean harm. Right. Right. But those words 
they can penetrate your heart and you can hold on to them. And the enemy just is like, oh, hey, Mm. it's time for me to get to work. You know, you were an accident. You weren't even meant to be here. What are you doing? Why do you think so highly of yourself or whatever? You know, and the enemy can just have a heyday. Yes. And he does. He he does. And so we have to. We have to call those things down yes. and say, no, you know, I'm here because God wanted me here. I'm here because he needed me here. Yes. That That is even more of an issue now for me mm-hmm. is that, That's yes, good. God wanted me here, but he also needs me here because yes. other people need me. That's yes. right. And yep. so, you know, yeah. that, there's another time that was a big what I call in my life, God, aha moments, uh-huh. like, like light bulb, you <laughs> yes. know? Um, and I had been praying, like I said, for years, doing Bible studies, really getting in, trying to dig inside, allow the Holy Spirit to do surgery inside yes. my heart and remove things that shouldn't be there and replace with what should be there. Mm-hmm. And so I'd been praying for a long time, God, let me get over this rejection. Let me let me really see who I am in you so that I can fully do what you've called me to do. And, you know, sometimes I felt like there was no answer, but I was in the waiting yeah. period. I knew he would answer yes. just at that point in time, maybe because I needed more work or who knows why, but he does. But um, one year at actually the a beautiful conference mm-hmm. at Victory Church. Yeah. I think it was Lisa Bevere, Tammy Trent, Barb Swanson, and Jennifer Crow. Mm-hmm. They had like uh, sofas on the platform, and they were, if this was on a Saturday service, this wasn't even when someone was preaching. This yeah. is how amazing the Holy Spirit is. Yes. But they're up there on, on the platform, and they're just these like relaxed, normal mm-hmm. girls that were laughing and cutting up, answering questions that some girls in the audience had given. And I remember sitting there and watching them, and I thought in my spirit, I didn't even say it out loud, but in my heart, I said, God, I want to be that comfortable in my own skin to where I can just be myself Mm -hmm. and not fear what people are thinking. Uh, Yeah. And I just kind of left it at that. Mm -hmm. Left the beautiful conference, didn't feel anything huge and big. But the next morning, I got up, and I was reading just a daily devotion. Mm-hmm. Don't despise those little daily devotions yes. because they can make a big impact. They can. And one scripture in there led me to a different one. And that mm-hmm. scripture, and Susie's heard this testimony, mm-hmm. it's probably the biggest part of my freedom. It was Ephesians 2.10. Yes. King James says, what for you are God's workmanship. Yes. Another translation, which is what I was reading, said you are God's masterpiece. Yes. Uh-huh. And when I read that, and I read that scripture, I don't know how many times, because Ephesians is my favorite book in the Bible. Yes. It's a good one. It is. And so I read that scripture, and when that I read that word masterpiece, it took me back. Yeah. And it 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 was I was like, whoa, I need to look this word up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I looked it up in the original Greek, and it's a poeo in the Greek, which is where we get our English word poetry mm-hmm. oh. or poem from. Oh, yeah. And the word there means something fashioned by the hands of an oh. artist. Oh, gosh. And so then it took me back to what the Holy Spirit yes. said, Shonda, yes. you're not here because your mom and dad. Yeah. You're here because mm-hmm. the Creator, mm-hmm. the one who 
yes. ordained you to be here and with by his specifications, perfect how yes. he wants you, yes. you're here. And that word resonated wow. with me. And yes. these is these are the words I felt the Holy Spirit speak to my heart. And they'll forever be in here. And it's forever my mantra. Mm-hmm. Shonda, you are God's Mona Lisa. And I wept and wept. I could almost go back into that right now. And it was like, the Mona Lisa is priceless. You can't put a price tag on it. Right. It's behind lock and key. It's so valuable. And you have to, there's certain time frames you can view it. Uh No one can touch it with human hands. And I mean, it's this spectacular work of art. Yes. And God said, that's what you are. Oh. And that was it. Right. Yeah. There. And Ooh. it oh. lifted. And I thought, <laughs> that is amazing how I can say in my heart on a Saturday. Yeah. I want to be that comfortable in my skin, not feel a change at all. And then the next day read a scripture and it be revelation. Yes. Yeah. To where. And so what I came to mm. in my life that day was this. If I'm pleasing God and I'm doing the best that I possibly can do to do his word and his will, Mm -hmm. then I am really sorry, Susie, if you don't like me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really sorry if I'm wearing a pair of pants or jeans that you don't like or if my hair is not the right color. These were things that ran in my mind before. Yes, And that's what that fear of what people were thinking had me so bound that I would run through all of these things right. in my head. Yes. Get up to say something. Oh my goodness. What are these people thinking while right. I'm saying this? Yes. <laughs> and that day it was, I'm so sorry. Yeah. If you don't like me, <laughs> would you get out of my head and stop reading me. my mail here? I mean, <laughs> and it was total That's freedom. So good. Oh, I know. Um, God. So good. I do want to say something though, because I battled this after that. Mm-hmm. Here I'm trucking right along free from this rejection and the fear of what people think. And then something happens and it felt like the rug was jerked out yes. from under me. Mm-hmm. And I felt that rejection again, trying to wow. come on me. Yeah. And I went to my husband and I said, pray for me because I thought I was free from this. Yeah. And he says something so profound yeah. that helped me that I think is going to help someone else. <gasps> he said, Shonda, you are free. He said, just because the enemy tries to bring it back on you, but you no longer let it control you. Yes. Mm. Oh. He said, so being free is not the absence of not it not trying to come back on you. Right. Being free is the absence of you allowing it to control oh, you. Oh, yes. that's so good. And it helped that's me good. too. And so yes. now when I, and it's so weird, and you guys are going to relate to this because certain smells. Yes. Songs. Mm. remind me of my childhood or my mom yeah just certain things of instances will remind me and try to take me back to those places yeah where i had to perform at my best to get love and approval yeah but no longer do they control me yes oh And, and it's it took time but it's so worth it yeah yes um and it's layer by layer little by little it's not like I could go into the operating room of the Holy Spirit. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess, I guess all at once everything could have been done, but woof, yeah. that would have been rough. So it's yeah. just slowly by slow, you know, yeah. what precept upon precept yeah. is what the word says. And yeah. so, you know, it's really, and then look, 
here, I one of my main loves mm-hmm. is sharing with women yes. and girls, yes. which as before was a fear. Yeah. Right. But it's that you can be free. And yes. Well, I, I have witnessed Shonda multiple times share the word of God and just let the Holy Spirit flow through her in ministering to women and girl. When you let the fire of God fall on you, you are powerful. Mm-hmm. And so that means a lot. Thank you mm-hmm. for not allowing the enemy to steal that. Yes. Because. Yes. Yeah. And you know, I want to say something to everyone listening and to you two girls. Yeah. We all have a gift and a call. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's what the enemy fights against. Yes. Yeah. Because it's that gift and that call when we share with others that helps set them free. Right. And yes, so just, just keep pushing forward. Right. Even you keep pushing forward. And, yeah. you know, so the enemy comes in and fights. Then, yay, that means we're doing something right. Right. <laughs> that he feels threatened. Yes. Like we are yeah. a threat to him. Absolutely. Yeah. And so then it's just if you don't feel you have it in you to, to do it by yourself, Get some mm-hmm. warrior girlfriends. Yes. <laughs> and let's do it together. Yes. I mean, for reals, because yes. that's what we're called to do. Yes. Is to help each other. We yeah. are. I wasn't set free for my benefit only. That's right. Yeah. I was set free to help other girls mm-hmm. find their yeah. freedom. Yes. And you guys too. Yes. So yes. I say we lock arms and, yes. and do, let's it. do it. Let's do it. As a uh, fierce army of yes. women helping set other women. Yes. Free from the grips of the lies of the enemy. When you were talking about that need to please others, you know, that's been a big battle of mine for a long (laughs) time. But the scripture is the weapon may be forged against you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the enemy will forge weapons. Mm -hmm. He will come Mm -hmm. against you. Mm -hmm. The weapon Mm -hmm. may be forged against you, Mm -hmm. but it will not prosper. Right. Amen. And so uh, the Holy Spirit just kept repeating that in my mind as you were talking about asking David to pray mm-hmm. for yeah. your freedom again as he's reminding you you are free mm-hmm. there's that scripture and that my friends is something that you can stand on in Absolutely. those moments yes. which is yeah. Isaiah 54 17 mm-hmm. and you just keep saying that over and over again oh nice try yeah you know you yeah. may try to form this weapon but it's not going to prosper. Right. right. And what the scripture says, the weapons of our warfare, they're not earthly. That's right. Mm-hmm. They're not of this world. But then it goes on to say that we have to, what, cast down lies. Yes. And imaginations. Yes. Mm-hmm. And things that exalt itself against the word of God. So the word of God is our base. It's our truth. Mm-hmm. It's the only truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when the enemy tries to tell us lies, we have to say, wait a minute, that's not what God's right. word says. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and it is sometimes a daily constant battle. Is. Oh, it is. Sometimes yes. minute by minute. Yes. Uh, that scripture is Second Corinthians chapter 10, verses 4 and 5 that she's talking about. Mm-hmm. Just more scripture that you can go in and stand on because that is our greatest weapon. Yes. Yes, it is. You yes. know, over all those false identities, whatever labels mm-hmm. that we may be trying to believe. Mm-hmm. Our greatest weapon is the Word of God. And if we don't yeah. know the Word mm-hmm. of God, then our sword is dull. Yes. And that is how we sharpen our sword. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Even yeah. when you said like the daily devotions, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. sometimes you can go day after day after day for months and just feel like, why am I doing this? What is happening? Mm-hmm. I feel nothing. 
But then it will take just one day and the Holy Spirit will. He will just speak to you and will grab your heart, take your breath away. Mm -hmm. And that is what he does. And that's why you do it day after day after day. You get in his word. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome too. Because if you take like a lot of the parables and even scriptures in the Bible about where Jesus, he likens uh, the harvest and things like that to the ground outside. And that's how we are. Our hearts are like that ground. And sometimes it's hard and stony and you wouldn't be able to plow a spot to plant a seed at all because it's so dry. We understand that living here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it gets so hot that you go outside. There's no way you could pick a weed Uh or dig because the ground is so so hard. And so it just takes sometimes time for the Holy Spirit to prepare that. And it was what? Day after day with the devotion, it was getting in the Word, a lot of prayer. It was women's Bible studies, women's ministry, women's conferences, just different things like that that just kept building and building. And Mm -hmm. then all at once, the light bulb moment. And and I had read Ephesians 2.10. I am not exaggerating probably over a hundred times before that. And I had never yeah. Seen that before. I love that how. word just didn't stand out to me until mm-hmm. that particular time. Yeah. I love how God can do that with yes. his word. How oh, you can read the same too. scripture a thousand times. Yes. And then just this thousand and one time. Yeah. Right. Pops right. Yeah. Age yeah. At you. So I like, we are responsible for our mm-hmm. recovery. Mm-hmm. We are mm-hmm. responsible for our relationship with God and yeah. Christ. And yeah. you notice that. You know, Shonda didn't just get saved one day and bam, she has this realization that her parents were just like the hammer and nails, Mm -hmm. but that God was her creator or or that you were his masterpiece. That came from time of being in the word Mm -hmm. and reading the devotionals and going to conferences and and having uh, mature Christian women in your life. And so understand that we have a role to play. Mm -hmm. I was 16. When I got saved, mm-hmm. and I was 38 years old when the revelation of Ephesians 2.10 hit oh, me. Oh, wow. So it was quite the process. Oh, yeah. But yet, I'm so thankful for it. Yeah. yeah. I'm thankful that I was patient mm-hmm. and that I was, you know, stood my ground. Yeah. And there were some days, honestly, that, I mean, there were so many Mother's Days, and I have the two most beautiful young men now. <laughs> I want to call them boys, but they're not. They're grown men, yeah. have children of their own. And so I had amazing children, but Mother's Day yeah. was one of the hardest holidays for me yeah. because I dwelt on my mom and that side. Mm-hmm. And so it just took all of those years and painful. Sometimes I didn't, I mean, Mother's Day, I didn't even want to get up and go to church mm-hmm. and we're pastoring. Yeah, right, <laughs> you know? right. But you just keep doing it. Crawl yourself out if you have to. Yeah. You know, I tell Susie and other girls this is mm-hmm. that sometimes you just have to army crawl across the line. Yes. Whatever it takes, do it. Yeah. You know, yep. I've been to a lot of 5K races and long distance races and things like that. And I have at, at a marathon literally seen a girl fall about a half mile from the finish line. So she's mm. 26 point something. Mm-hmm. She has run 26 miles yeah. and falls because she her legs are cramping and can't make it. And the sweetest thing I've ever witnessed from one human being to another in the flesh was these 
firefighters that were running stopped and picked her up and carried her across the finish line so she could get the medal. Wow. And that was just another illustration of what we do for each other. That's right. That's so So if we feel like we can't get across the finish line, get some girlfriends, get get a pastor, get someone. Yeah. And let's carry each other yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, until we get over there and then put the metal around our That's Yes. Right. So, oh, that is so, so good. Yes. <laughs> so good. So good. Shonda, thank you so much for sharing and being with us thank today. You. Thank yes. you. It's been a pleasure. Oh, well. I can talk for another hour. I know, right? <laughs> well, she's definitely coming back. So we got that. But yes, being in community, we talk about that a lot. So time. even just reaching out and connecting with us, Warriors of rise on facebook instagram that will help yeah at least then you know you can reach out to us if you need to and we are right here just ready ready to help you ready to pray with you whatever it is that you need and also please subscribe to our podcast because we don't want you to miss out on any of these testimonies and and all the things that god has done and is doing right here right now Mm -hmm. and he is just He's wanting to do so much in everyone's lives. Like, so you listening, if you're like, yeah, but not me, not me. <laughs> no, you too. Yes. You too. God sees you. He hears you and he knows your heart. And his desire is to be with you and do life with you. No so, matter what. No matter what. Amen. That's right. Well, we end up like this every time, right, Susie? Yes, ma'am. All right. So remember, <laughs> it's time to rise up, warrior. And step into your freedom. Warriors Arise exists to educate and empower women to break free from the labels of their past in order to find hope, passion, and purpose. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Remember, this is a safe place to talk about unsafe things.